DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Reminding you that Thursday, come on down to Metro by T-Mobile, located at 2120 South, 700 East in Salt Lake City, and join the big show, where they will be broadcasting live. Time right now for us to talk college football with Lincoln Kennedy, Pac-12 Networks and Raider Analyst. He joins us on the Sprint Special Guest Line. Get an iPhone 11 on us when you activate a new line of service with a flex lease and eligible trade-in now through December 5. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. Lincoln, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are we today? We are doing well. Man, if you're a conspiracy theorist, this is just a glorious time. (laughs) Are we going at it already? I mean, look, we got, I mean, it, it, it could be a little bit better of a scenario, but with Utah coming in and the latest rankings at five, the, 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 everything is there for the taking. You know, um, in this day and age, there are a lot of people, especially on both sides, in, in college and, and pro, well, well, if this team beats this team, then we got a chance. Just go out there and take care of business. Win, do your part, and let the chips fall as they may. But, you know, Utah is right there for the positioning. They've got Oregon. They're favored. They should, you know, should not have as difficult time with the Ducks as I think their defense can, can deter and, and, and stop a lot of things that the Ducks do well but it's still going to be a challenge. you still got to go out there and play the game, but everything is right there for them. So you're not nervous about the winner of Oklahoma-Baylor at 6-7 and catapulting? No, no, I'm not. I I think that um, because of the matchup that is in the Pac-12 championship, because of what we saw on national TV say last week, I think Utah in the eyes of of, of a lot of people are in a good position where they – Deserve if they take care of business in the Pac-12 championship, um, and deserve a chance to play in the playoff. So you got Paul Feinbaum sitting on ESPN saying, "Quote: Let's be honest, the country does not want to see Utah in the college football playoff." Close quote. Is that just a bunch of noise out there in the media that doesn't matter, or opinions like that are actually people think that, and he's just the only one willing to say it out loud? Because I got to say that that goes right at a lot of Utah fans' insecurities, and it's a little hard to blame well, them. Look, we, we've talked s- about it, and, yeah. and look, it would have been better if Oregon had won out and Utah won out. Right. It would have set a much higher stage for what it for what it's worth. But I think that this goes back to our conversation all throughout the year: the fact that the Pac-12 has not had a good running as far as national favoritism, you know, when it comes to the bowl games and outings and stuff like that, it has not had a good running. The last time that Oregon was on national TV, they got beat by Arizona State, which, you know, a lot of people say, well, no, Oregon's too good. They should be able to handle it. You know, these things happen. We know the competitive level of the Pac-12 because we cover it every day. But people like Paul Feinbaum, who's nothing more to me than a, an Alabama apologist, uh, does nothing but to try to, you know, up, you know, uplift the SEC more than anything because I know he's on their payroll. But uh, I, I mean, he's probably has the opinion of a lot of people out there who just don't know Pac-12 football or don't care to know Pac-12 football. But I think Utah has done what it's needed to do to deserve an opportunity. They take care of business against Oregon, deserve an opportunity to play for a national championship. Well, you're a big dude, Lincoln, obviously. Why don't you get real close to Feinbaum, just kind of stand oh, over me. him? I've been trying for a while. <laughs> I mean, I, I really wanted to slap that little bald-ass head for a while. So this is, this is nothing new. <laughs> 
<laughs> you scare me over the phone. Oh well, trust me. I'm 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 tired of I'm tired of his going ons about you know the this, the, 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 the critiques uh, you know of, of every other program, but he just wants to make apology after apology for Alabama or the SEC in general. Oh man, I can't disagree with you, I, but you made me nervous. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I, uh, I don't see how we're topping that. I don't know what we're supposed to talk about next. I want to slap his little ball. That's it. But I do want to slap his head. Oh my gosh. <laughs> He'd go about two miles if you slapped his head. <laughs> true story. True story. Oh, man. So let's take right. a look at the game then uh, mm-hmm. between Oregon and Utah. You're right. They are favored. Uh, you know, you're an interior lineman by trade, and so we're looking at an experienced offensive line versus an experienced defensive line. In your history, who wins that? Well, that's why I love this game. I, I mean, everything starts in the trenches, and it's whosoever has the bigger will to win. I think Oregon has made a conscious effort, especially the last couple of seasons, to show that they can be deemed as a power team with their offensive line, big offensive line, talented offensive line. And we know Utah's model has always been consistent. Play stingy defense, especially stopping the run, and then trying to run the ball down, the, down people's throats, so ground and pound. So I think it's a class-up matchup between classic football that you Utah Bears and sort of this new age, modern throw from sideline to sideline, you know, as we dink and thank you down the field that Oregon has done. So, um, and, and then of course, Oregon is, is, has a run game as well. So I'm looking really, I'm really looking forward to it because I, I'm hoping that it's going to be an exciting game. How much do you think the weather is going to change this? Kyle Whittingham has uh, been asked about this and he's looking at not just the rain, which he said now it's like a hundred percent chance of rain in the latest forecast, but also wind anywhere from 18 to 21 miles an hour. That would yeah. seem to mess with the passing game. So it could really be old school grinded out. you got to be careful when you throw the ball because the wind's just going to mess with you. And wouldn't, that, and wouldn't that be good for the way Utah plays football? I, I think it is. It, it bodes well. But, you know, having to go to the air to keep defenses honest, it's a great thing that Huntley has had as, as strong a year as he had taking care of the ball. I think, that's, again, that's another thing that favors. You know, Oregon has a good quarterback. It still favors Utah. What do you think about style points as far as them being necessary in Utah's win to really solidify their spot if Georgia loses to LSU? You know, I've been on the on the fence a little bit about this because, you know, part of me says, well, Utah needs to go out there and blow out Oregon. But I, I think there will be those pundits out there that would say, well, Oregon lost to Arizona State and really never been the same since, you know, in spite of what they did over the last couple of games. Um, so I'm, I'm really on the fence. I think that if, if it – the way I would like to see it, it would be a close game in the first half, and then as the second half gets, you know, uh, gets – gets going, Utah finds a way to pull away. You know, a turnover, a quick touchdown, putting the pressure on Oregon for Herbert to have to showcase why he, you know, deserves to be possibly a number one draft choice in the National Football League. Uh, put the pressure on him and then watch Utah, you know, defend that. Defend against that. I think that's a great showing because, let's face it, when it comes to the, when it comes to the playoff, when it comes to any football, quarterback play is one that kind of stands out to a lot of people. You say what you want about defense and run game, but they want to see quarterbacks being able to lie up and put on a good show. That's why you know you guys like the Burrows and 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 everyone else are there. so much of the focus of the community. I mean, the football football world. So it's interesting. You talked about uh, it comes down to the will to win. That is the exact phrase Zach Moss used. So you think a little less on the X's and O's in the execution, and more on somebody's willingness to whether it's a blocker or the guy carrying the ball. 
willingness to run over somebody and drag them downfield a few yards? Let me tell you something about line play. When, when, when I was in the trenches, I looked across the guy that I was playing against, and I, say, and I used to say to myself over and over and again, you will not stop me. You will not stop me from doing impeding my will upon you and doing what I want to do. If the run gap is coming right here, we're going to we're going to run for some yards. We're going to get we're going to have some success. If I have to stop you from getting to the quarterback, you're not going to touch my quarterback. That was the mindset that you have to have over and over again. And more importantly, when you're playing a game like this, you know you you know what to do. Every, each person on each team in each position knows what to do. This is the championship game. You work your way all the way to this point. Now, the last thing you want to do is have a mental letdown because you're not. You know, you're not concentrating or, or you're thinking about something else. No, the focus and the will to win comes from every, each and every player on both sides of the ball. Do their job at the utmost of their ability and utmost level, and then, you know, you'll see how everything else lands. And if you win, you win. If you lose, you can't walk off the field and say, you know what, I didn't give it 100% effort. You buy the theory that Oregon's going to put forth this best game of the season because of the fact they don't want to end the season with two out of three losses, and if they win it, they're going to play in the Rose Bowl. Well, you know, here's the thing. When you're on the other side and you've lost your opportunity to, say, play for a playoff or a national championship, you want to play spoiler. I mean, it, it runs synonymous with playoff teams in the National Football League. Well, we're not going to playoffs. We're going to try to make things hard for you. Yeah, definitely. I would think that Oregon would want that. I mean, this is still a premier game that's, at, you know, uh, for the taking in the Rose Bowl. So, yeah, you would want to not only be spoiler to another team, but, yes, put yourself back on top. Does Oregon have a distinct advantage somewhere that Ute fans should watch and fear a little bit? Something Utah's really got to control or they're going to be in trouble? Good question. From what I've seen, no, I, I, think, I think Utah has withstood the test of everything that Oregon can throw at them. Um, even from their coverage, their coverage situations on the back end, the secondary, with Oregon's receivers, I think they, they have the ability to handle it. And I, I do think they can get a rush on, on Herbert. So you're picking Utah then? You like the, uh, Utah, Utah. By, Utah by a touchdown or Utah in a big blowout? Uh, I, I, again, I'm on the fence. Part of me wants to see a big blowout because I just want to show them to enforce that they deserve to be a part of it. So, yeah, I'm going to say Utah's in a, I'm going to make a decision and say Utah in a blowout. All right, Lincoln, we appreciate it. And uh, that was, to be clear, that wasn't an actual threat of physical violence with Paul. That was just like an an emotional reaction to him blowing his top, right? No, it's actually physical. Okay. All right, well, at least we're clear, so there's that. Yeah, we're clear. All right, we're clear. If if I see him, I'm slapping the back of the head. I'm telling you, I'm just going to happen. I might get arrested. Just might not be able to come on the show with you guys until I make bell and get home, but you guys just know that you you heard it here first. Well, you you get one phone call a week, though, if you're in the slammer. Right. Well, I'll I'll call Jake and see what he can pull up. I don't have the studio number. Thank you, Lincoln. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. All right. Lincoln Kennedy, Pac-12 Networks, an Oakland Raider analyst, uh, big Ute fan who you know, uh, texted me on my, <laughs> on my phone during that. Not just and, you. And said, lit- oh, I texted you too, literally had to pull over. Couldn't drive, laughing too hard. All right, DJ and PK, coming up. Uh, the reason Paul Feinbaum has uh, irritated so many people, got together with Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. We will play this that. This is so outrageous. We will play this that really next. bugged me. All right, stay tuned. That's coming up next. You laughed. Now you can be outraged, and this is why uh, Lincoln's outraged. Stay with us on 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.
And now, attention, top of the wire on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Utah Jazz hosts the Lakers tonight, 7 o'clock, Vivint Smart Home Arena. Game's on AT&T Sportsnet. You can listen to it on The Zone pregame at 6, the game tips at 7. Another big game tonight is Utah and BYU at the Huntsman Center. That game's on the Pac-12 Network. It tips at 6 o'clock. Carolina Panthers fire head coach Ron Rivera. He is out. Colorado star wide receiver LaVisca Chenault says he will be leaving school, skipping his senior year. He's expected to be a first-round pick in the upcoming NFL draft. Top of the wire. Brought to you by Homie. Buying or selling a home. Homie will give you up to $5,000 back to help you with closing costs and fees. Remember, it's simple to get started with Homie. See more at Homie.com. Is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. There's a lot of conversation about we all know Oklahoma is going to get in over Utah, that the Pac-12 is going to get the raw deal. My point about that has always been the same. There's actually not yet a moment in history where the Pac-12 can be like, see, that team right there should have gotten in. So if it does happen, this is actually the first time that it's happened. Because up to this point, it's been nothing but conjecture. And yet just because there's no cold, hard proof and evidence that it has happened doesn't mean it won't. Doesn't mean and there's not a bias. Fair. And my paranoia, Tony, tells me that brand of Oklahoma being a blue blood college football national program, that might carry the day. I feel like that could still be a possibility. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Suit of its style with Mr. Mac and Lemma Harrington. Enter now at 1280thezone.com to win a pair of Colon shoes from Mr. Mac and an outfitting shopping experience with Lemma during the remote on December 11th. Lemma will personally pick you out an outfit. Compliments of Mr. Mac. All right. So for everything we've been talking about for the last, I don't know, month, six weeks, what shot did the Utes have to get in? How much, uh, how much institutional bias is built into this? Is it a staggered start? It's not a 100-meter dash. You're running 150. They only have to run 100. (laughs) How much ground do you have to make up? There's an attitude out there, and I personally don't think this is just a Utah thing, although Paul Feinbaum's about to say Utah, but I think this is a Western U.S. thing. There aren't as many people, and the games happen later, and it's hard to stay. And so it doesn't matter necessary whether it's pro or college or what the sport is this is just at the heart of east coast bias right here i think it's more with the colleges though i don't think it's as much with the pros but go ahead well the pros you don't have selection committees so you can kind of play your way through it you know and win your division win your conference win the title nobody disrespects the lakers here here's uh well you want to set it up yeah, Stephen A. Smith had Paul Feinbaum, who Lincoln Kennedy wants to smack as what? Little bald head ass or something? Something. <laughs> I got I to gotta pull that clip. Hold on. Clearly. Uh, yeah, and Feinbaum, I don't know how he got to where he got, but he's a supposed college football authority because they certainly run him out there all the time. The voice of the SEC. And, and, and so he, they're having a conversation, and Feinbaum... It's one thing to say, I don't think they're good enough. I think Oklahoma is better. And that's fine. That's your opinion, my opinion. We've all got them. But he takes it beyond. It's a complete and total inaccuracy. And it's a, it's a, it's a stereotype that, I mean, we're dealing with sports here, so keep it in context. But I find it offensive. If Georgia loses, who's the fourth? I, I think it would be Oklahoma. Now, 
tonight, I believe it will, it will look like uh, Utah. Um, you're splitting hairs. I mean, you're basically looking at you know, Utah played one more top 25 team. If you're putting a team in the in the in the in the final four because they they played they beat a uh, number 23 team in the country and the other guy didn't, I think it's ridiculous. Tell the truth. Tell the truth, Paul, as you always do. Are you trying to tell me that this committee, looking at Utah or Oklahoma with Lincoln Riley, Oklahoma with Jalen Hurts, even though they've been in the playoffs the last two years with Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray and lost both games as competitive as they were. They were. Okay, you trying to tell me that Oklahoma will end up being omitted in favor of Utah? No, I think you. I think Oklahoma will get in because the, uh, this committee can say whatever it wants. But the, the executive director is going to be in that room going, it's about do, you, business. do you want Ohio State in Utah on Saturday on the biggest day of the year in college football? Nobody wants to see Utah. I mean, I, I know I'll get, you know, I'll get, I'll, I'll get emails from, from all of Utah's 25 fans. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> I don't want to see it, Stephen. I don't want to see Utah. Right. Oklahoma's like, Oklahoma is going to lose in the, in the playoffs anyway. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma's a little bit like the Cowboys when they get in. You know, I was actually that way about Mac Jones in Alabama. I was like this Mac Jones. I mean, two is out. I don't want to see Mac. Who cares about Mac Jones? But boy, did he show out Saturday? Made a lie out of me. I was very impressed yeah. with that kid. And I think I think Saban's program is in good hands with him succeeding to her. I think this kid's got a lot of promise. I, like I was him. wrong about him. I liked him. But back to the back to the point here. Yeah, Utah's not getting in, <laughs> and because let's let's the pack. Nobody cares about the Pac-12. Mm. I mean, I'm just spitting out truth. Unless here. unless it's a it's, unless it's a different kind of team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like a, you know, UCLA. I mean, I mean, unless it's like a college bowl of right. of, of, uh, of ACT scores. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to see right. Utah in the college football playoff. Mm-hmm. I mean, what would who is Utah in the NFL? I mean, it's like you just you know pick out the least attractive. NFL franchise, mm-hmm. uh, and somehow, I mean, I realize you have to earn your way in the NFL, but I don't want to see them. F you, fine bomb. <laughs> Come on. So he's blowing smoke, and it drives a radio show or a podcast or whatever, or... Ticks me off, man. Or he has real insight. The committee chair is going to be in there. Okay, that's fine. Business. But you went overboard. I saw... Or they say around here, I seen 50,000 of yous pour into my house, Sun Devil Stadium. Don't give me this 25 fan BS. Come on. There's no need to just throw them and completely disrespect them like that. And they don't play a good brand of football? What are you talking about? They don't play an exciting brand of football? I think they do. Their, fo- their brand of football is fine. Their brand of football is real. I mean, I can argue that Oklahoma puts up these cartoon numbers and video game numbers because you all don't know how to play defense. And you want to ref- you want to compare it to the NFL? Well, what do they do in the NFL? They play some defense. Yeah, that that's just complete and total disrespect for my conference. Now you're getting into my family. Now you start getting into my family. I'm going to exact revenge. Uh, Paul has a little bit of hair, but when he gets done with me and Lincoln, he ain't having no hair. That was just East Coast bias at his best right We got Ebony and Ivory going at Paul Feinbaum. That was how Texas pushed Cal out of a Rose Bowl Cal decided to deserve to go to, a one-loss Cal team. That's how USC with one loss got left out 
of a BCS title game that they should have been in, and I think they would have won if they were in it. Yeah, those are the old rearing days, its head again. Those were only two teams. But nothing now changes. Now there's five. Well, I, I, I thought three weeks ago that they had no chance because I don't trust the committee. I think they, they've they got a little bit of chance. I still don't trust the committee, so I'm still thinking they don't get in. But do they deserve it? And that type of attitude out there? Come on, that's ridiculous. you you got to give a dog his due when he earns it. So He's it earned it, has or the they committee earned it, I should say. Painted itself into a corner a little bit because the Utes are at five, and the Utes go out and annihilate Oregon. Yes, yes. There's yes. that's outrage. There's no spin. There's no spin that can justify as long it as Georgia go, loses. Right, we're, we're all I, anticipating I'm, Georgia losing. But I am. Anticipating. I don't necessarily think that's a given. I mean, it's not like Georgia's dog meat here by any stretch. No, but uh, there's... there's. It's more about LSU than there's Georgia. There's people out there with takes who believe that there's three teams, and whoever the fourth team is isn't on the level of the other three. Uh, yeah. And the fourth Fine. team, whoever Fine. it is, so is going to get it's beat. It's more about LSU, not Georgia. Right. It's more about LSU and Barrows and all the stuff that they got going on with that team, for sure. I think that's why I think that they need to, the Utes need to pile it on them. And I don't know if, it, if they can, but if they can, go ahead and keep your starters in there and don't think about taking a knee and have Tyler do what he can do and blah, blah, blah. Because in that case, if they win convincingly, which I describe as 14 or more, if they define it, if they win by 14 or more, in my mind, how do you keep them out? I would be upset at that point, no matter what Oklahoma does. That's why I'm lessening on my conspiracy theory take that I have been holding to for not just the last six weeks, but really the last 15 years. If the, if the fix was really in, fix is probably too hard. But if the bias was really baked into this, last night would have been the time no. to... to Oklahoma, no, you, you got it. You couldn't. You you pat him on the head all along. <laughs> no, we really... gave you all the respect. No, I and I disagree a hundred percent. I know on you that. do, and I know you do because you call. If you're just joining us today, we had this discussion yesterday, and neither one of us has moved from what we said before the poll. I know you one hundred percent disagree on this, but it is just a chance. If they absolutely want to make sure Oklahoma's in, they could have said, "Well, Oklahoma beat an eight-win ranked team on the road, and Utah beat a five-win team at home. We're going to flip you." And then if they both win. Blowouts in a conference title game, and you're on the outside looking in. If you're the sixth team, how do you flip? Yeah, it? I know, but see this way, then they got to take grief the whole week. Now you wait till Sunday. Committee's over. You go to Bermuda, and <laughs> we don't have to hear about you till next October. Slip out the back, Jack. yeah. Yeah, you've off made the key, Lee. you've made your decision. There it is. It's final. We're done. Boop, See you. Bye, night, everybody. Yeah. And then baked into all of this East Coast biased assumption, and I always assume there is East Coast bias. I think that's a real deal. But as a West Coast guy, I would expect there, you to say that. There, yeah, that's true. I I got West Coast bias. Uh, but Oregon's athletic director is running the committee, so maybe there isn't as much East Coast bias in the oh, room that's as one person, though. That's true. Although they do have the former uh, longtime newspaper writer, Paula Bovin, who is now, she teaches the uh, journalism at uh, the Walter Cronkite School in yeah. Arizona State. She's a West Coast person. Oh, yeah, yeah. Before Arizona. Although she does have, uh, her roots are in the Midwest, originally. But, but she did she's work been in, in Ari- 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 Right. She's been in Arizona for more than a decade, and she was in L.A. before that. Mm-hmm. She was there when I was there. Yeah. 
so I, I think they've got representation there. I just, I, it, to me, I think what what Feinbaum says, where I think there's some truth, and you fans, you can respond to it if you're outraged. Join us. Uh, I think the truth there is that it is a TV show in the end, and what does greater America want to he- see? They want to see Jalen Hurts in Oklahoma. I think that's his point that I agree with, and we've been talking about this for weeks now. You, you can't argue with 75 years of Oklahoma building that brand name up. Obviously. It doesn't mean they're the best football team in any given year, but when you go big picture brand name, you can't mm-hmm. argue it. Right. There's just and it's decades a TV show. and decades of Sooner football at the highest level Yeah, yeah frustrating yeah. other big dogs. Let's hear from Big Al. Alan, good morning. Good morning, guys. Hey, I was just wondering, I wanted to get your opinion on this. I was just thinking, you know, it seems like ESPN and this whole college football playoff thing are kind of kind of linked together a little bit, you know, the whole who's in, blah, blah, blah thing all the time. And I'm wondering, was this last Saturday's game against Colorado being on ABC in kind of a primetime spot, was it almost like an attempt, you think, on ESPN's part to get Utah some national attention? Like, hey, look at these guys if you haven't seen them before. I just wonder how you guys felt about that or if you saw it that same way. Uh, I think the, I think once you play yourself into the top ten, you're going to end up with a pretty good game and a pretty good time slot. Those are the teams yeah. that they generally want to show. So I think that was something that was earned, not given. And I think if, I, if yeah, I, I just kind of was a little bit. I thought to myself, you know, I mean, of all things to put Utah in Colorado. I mean, I, you know, it, it wasn't the the greatest matchup to put on national you know, national TV. I, I just thought the way I kind of took it was okay. Maybe this is an attempt on ESPN's part to. Get, a, uh, get Utah on national TV like, hey, take a look at these guys. They're pretty good. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I think it's a, it's a Pac-12 game that had a lot of interest not just in the Pac-12 but in SEC country and in Big 12 country because, and well, I guess even when they scheduled it, SEC and Big 10 country because all these teams were fighting for a playoff berth. Now, earlier in the day, Minnesota and Bama essentially got eliminated. So that took some of the juice out of you know them caring about that game. But when they booked it, I think that's what they were going for. Hey, you're a top 10 team. You're in the mix. There's four, five, six teams battling for this last playoff spot. And people around the country want to see, okay, how good is Utah? I mean, what else, what other game are they going to put in that time slot? Yeah, I got it. My problem with, you know, the country wants to see Oklahoma or the country doesn't want to see Utah, I don't give a crap, man. I want to see the teams that earn their way in it. And maybe that's Pollyannish. To a degree, yeah, but it goes back to the point about the NFL. It works for the NFL when Carolina and Atlanta and uh, Arizona don't have huge brand names, but in the rare occasion when they earn their way into the Super Bowl, so be it. People still watch the Super Bowl. It's a, are they going to win it or not? And Arizona, I mean, they lost it, but they played in I a know, fantastic Super Bowl. I think that's a little different. I think the pros, the pro brand, is stronger than the college brand. Uh, yes, and the, the so, NFL brand is stronger than any brand. So. I, but I mean pro, it's pro sports in general, but oh. yeah, I agree, and the, pro, the NFL obviously is, but I'm just talking about pro sports in general, uh, and I think from a TV rating standpoint, in my mind, the the public would prefer Oklahoma over Utah, because they don't have the education on Utah. If they did, it would be no problem, but we're it's it's a location deal here, we, we just don't have the people Uh Totally. I, I get it. And that's, that's why, why he I went came with out the- here, because I knew my friends back east, they wouldn't be able to find me. <laughs> I'm just now saying it, but witness, that's the truth. Witness protection. Jersey, baby. Yeah. 
So that's why I've come out here, and you're left alone out here. We don't know about what's going on about here, and the games are on. We all know at 2 in the morning. And geez, I, mean, I don't even know if they – I think they. I think that the way that you listen to some people, the TV screens actually go blank after uh, 11 o'clock at night. So they, even if the games are on, they can't watch them, uh, blah, blah, blah. So I get that. But at the fundamental issue is in sports, there should be no form of prejudice – Bias may the best man win the job. Doesn't matter what he looks like. Doesn't matter what his religious background is. None of that stuff should matter. It should all be based on competition. And I and I agree. And I, I guess I'm. I know that there's a little bit of naivete there. And it should be the same way with the teams. Should be best teams get in, not a television show. And it bothers me. So now we're getting. Uh... <laughs> We're getting Lloyd, uh, who obviously produces in the afternoons here. Actually, maybe in this morning. Our Lloyd? Yes, Lloyd Cole. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lloyd says, Kyle Whittingham is currently putting this on loop at the Utes Athletic Facility. We'll have it looped on the airplane intercom for the entire flight to the Bay Area. I would. And actually, Utah football has now tweeted this. Thanks for the bulletin board material. Keep it coming. I wouldn't necessarily use it so much this week, but if you get in. Use it then. (laughs) Oh, We'll, we'll show the country. Yeah, that, that's got to be. If they get at this point, I hope they get in. Absolutely, <laughs> I hope they get in. And then you've got all the rallying cry. And I'll be like the Alabama media in the Sugar Bowl, the, the radio media, openly rooting for Alabama. And we're shocked to see the Utes beat them at the Sugar Bowl. I was end up rooting for them, for the Utes in that game, too, because at that point, all the Alabama media, that was just so open because they didn't, they didn't sit me in the print area. They shoved me over in the radio area where... It, I guess rooting. There are is, no rules. Rooting is allowed. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm I'm a print guy at heart here when it comes to that stuff. To me, well, uh, those are the habits you were taught and trained, and you just don't cheer in the press box. You Not at all. You don't root in the press box. You sit there, you watch the game, you take whatever yeah. notes, write whatever you got to write, right. and you do your job. Yeah. There's no fist pumping. There's no laughing and high fiving. Not at all. And and there's a lot of places. It's seriously, they would kick you out. Like you, you should do, be you kicked could, out. You could do it once, completely and totally, and, and then you're gone. Yeah. They'll, they'll take that thing off your neck, and there's the door, and you're out of here. And that's a little in the embarrassing, humiliating side. You don't need part of that, right? And so that's not the way I am. It's not the way Gordon is. It's really not the way any of our guys on our station, because I've been with all of our guys covering games. They wouldn't think to do that, and they were doing that. Turned me into a huge Ute fan, and now all this stuff. If you think Oklahoma should be in, fine, but you're carrying it too far here. Because it's just opinion. His opinion is no different than your opinion, my opinion, Joe Blow's, uh, Ute Shasta Trailer's opinion, Jay Dart's opinion, all these great Ute fans that we've had who have interacted with us over the years. Uh, yeah, everyone's got them. Yeah. So fine. The only thing they said in there that I would agree with is they are splitting hairs. And that's the problem with the system, but that's how they set the system up and they don't care. But you're going to have two 12-1 conference champs. And if it's Oklahoma and Utah, you literally both lost to eight and four teams on the road. I mean, there's very, I mean, you, you've got to split hairs. There's no other difference to split. But that's the system, so. Have a playoff to, to the playoff. Well, that would essentially be, if they went to six, what they would be doing. Now, just I have Oklahoma and Utah. We'll eight. meet you just halfway <laughs> between Oklahoma oh, and Salt Lake. Oh, I got to do that again? <laughs> I found Flatonia. Norman and Denver. Salt Lake. Denver. Where would it be? Come on. Were they allowed in Denver in Pac-12 country? Although it's barely Pac-12 country. Go down to Colorado country. Springs if you have to. The Academy? 
Yeah, go down to the academy <laughs> or go to Fort Collins, something. Yeah, they got a new stadium. Uh, yeah. And, and that that would be cool. If we, guys, we just couldn't reach a decision, so we're going to have a playoff to the play-in or a play-in to playoff and have those two play. That would be super cool. Colorado Springs is a good call looking at Google Maps, Yach. You're like a ge- geography whiz in there. Well, it's, I've done that drive before to Norman. It's oh, about, really? It's uh, about middle is Fort Collins area. Oh, they, is it? They Colorado got a new stadium. Springs, yeah, that area. I yeah. just said that. Didn't you just hear me say he that? Was was busy. I was busy looking at that and doing stuff. geography math. I heard Air Force, but I didn't hear Fort Collins. I said they got a new freaking stadium. I didn't hear you. I'm the Utah of this show. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you, I don't get no respect. All right, DJ and PK coming up. Uh, we're going to talk football with Riley Jensen. We've got more Paul Feinbaum comments to play for you, but you basically that's the gist of it. He's got one take and he's hitting it on well, multiple Did he say platforms. anything different in this other whatever the thing is called it's here largely this morning? the same thing. It was largely the same thing. Okay. Nobody wants to watch. It was more concise. That one went on longer. And, and but it had, flamed me even and more. Stephen A. Smith and they're laughing? Giggling. They're laughing! I know. They're laughing! I, I feel like I'm Carrie and it's the mother saying, You're going to go to the prom? Everybody's going to laugh at you! They're going to laugh at you! Remember the mom said that? DJ PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Win, win, win. It's a win ticket Wednesday on the Zone Sports Network. It's a win ticket Wednesday right here. Win. Listen all day for the win ticket Wednesday sounder for your chance to win tickets. What? Who authorized that? To all the biggest concerts, games, and other great events here in the state of Utah. It's a win ticket Wednesday right here. Right here. Right here. Right here. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Let me give you, Paul Feinbaum, the following scenarios, okay? Oklahoma beats Baylor and wins the Big 12. Utah beats Oregon and wins the Pac-12. And LSU takes care of business against Georgia. Who gets the fourth spot? Oklahoma's getting in. Because let's be honest, the country does not want to see Utah in the college football playoff. It's, I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, it's Utah. There's Paul Feinbaum on Get Up This Morning. Before we played you, Stephen A. Smith, that was from yesterday. So he's got one take, and he's recycling oh, on multiple platforms. There's actually multiple takes in that one take. I'm going to buy Lincoln a plane ticket if he doesn't tomorrow. <laughs> Lincoln Kennedy. <laughs> Lincoln. Do you have the Lincoln drop yet? Because it's not going to sound as good if I say it. All right, work on that, Yach. It's not going to sound as good if I say it. It was slapping his bald-ass head. <laughs> that was Lincoln. So there's Pac-12 bias, there's East Coast bias, and there's Utah just being dismissed. And there's, it's not a football tournament to determine the champion, it's a TV show. There's a lot of takes rolled into one. Because the country's always going to want Oklahoma over Utah based on his uh, reasoning. How about the upstart team out in the middle of nowhere that's got all these NFL guys? How about a fresh story? And look at this coach who's 60 years old, whose dad played and coached in the NFL. It's not like he's coming out of nowhere. And they've built a respectable program. They've won uh, since, you know, after the two five and seven seasons, they've won 55 games. They're the, the, the most solid and consistent program in the South. And with Stanford sliding a little bit, I can argue that they're the most solid, consistent program in the conference. Certainly the South, which has had like 16 coaches since Kyle's been there. Yeah, but they dismissed the whole league, so they don't care about stuff like that. I mean, one of the rants, he dropped the Pac-12. Yeah. Didn't want to watch the Pac-12. 
Well, if they do get in, I'm going to become the biggest Ute fan because that would just be so much all the more sweeter to see them actually win. You're already a massive Ute fan. Even bigger, though. (laughs) Even bigger. Because at this point, you're not just representing Utah. You're representing the conference. And once you start going representing the conference, I'm in. It's two time zones, people. That's what they're representing at this point. Western half of the country. Let's go to Lontavious. Russ, good morning. Hey, my concern is when the voters see 20,000, 30,000 people show up in Santa Clara Friday night, is that going to have any bearing at all on voting? Yeah, uh, well, is 20,000 good? Is it not good compared to – because the problem with that is that, you know, in, in Indianapolis, there's going to be 50,000 Ohio State fans. Yeah. So, well, and how many Oklahoma fans are going to be in? Uh, it's Dallas, isn't it? Isn't Jerry World hosting the Big Twelve this year? Going to be a million. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's only five hours away. Yeah, from where they are, and and it's a Saturday game. Yeah, see, the, to me, once you start doing that, you start getting into the TV show aspect of it. It's a popularity contest, and, and I and I'm not naive enough to know that that doesn't matter. This is one of the reasons why I said I don't believe Utah's going to get in because it is a TV show. If it was an athletic competition, I'd feel all the more confident. Athletic, but it's it only a, partially it, an athletic competition. It's an entertainment aspect. I mean, look at the thing what they do last night. It's a television show. They just don't release it. They got to have a television show. Yeah, it's a money grab too. I mean, there's a reason they didn't open up an eight-team tournament, and there's a reason that they've pushed the group of five aside. It's not just about making the most money. It's about making sure you don't share it with anybody. I hate money grabs unless I'm getting part of the grab. (laughs) All right, we got to take a break. When we come back, Riley Jets and our college football insider. Stay with us.